literally sitting on or near or by a card that looks like this, Christmas Through Their Eyes. This is our teaching series leading into Christmas for you to invite someone to our series, Christmas Through Their Eyes. Now, I, will, I always try to lead by example as best as I can. And so on Friday, I was able to pass out one of these cards to an individual that has said over and over, maybe perhaps I will go to Radiant Life. And I gave this individual this card to which they responded, thank you so much. This is a good reminder that I should come. My encouragement to you is to do the same. Who's that one individual in your life that you could invite to Radiant Life? To come and worship and experience the awesome presence of God to look through Christmas through their eyes, a little different spin on the Christmas story, if you will. We often are always knowing about baby Jesus, but what does it look like to, from maybe perhaps some four different characters in the, in the, the Christmas story, that what did Christmas feel like for them? Now, Pastor Brandon and I, we joke around, we're Bible nerds, and this is going to be a fun Bible nerd biblical context series for you. So I really hope you bring a notebook or something because you're going to learn more about those biblical characters in the Christmas narrative than you ever have before. So we're going to nerd out together, all right? Turn to your neighbor and say you're a nerd. That's rude. I don't know about you, but I don't know how 2021 has treated you. But I still think we have a lot to be thankful for, no matter how this year, this calendar year has treated you. Pam came up and shared a verse, and we're going to look at just a few verses and then going to do something a little bit different on the stage here in a moment. But I want, to be, I want us to just begin this week with a thankful heart. With a thankful heart. Here's what Philippians 4, 6 says. Don't worry about anything. Isn't that great advice? Easier to read than actually put into action. Instead, pray about everything. That is incredible advice that Paul, this guy, is writing to the church in Philippi. Hey, stop worrying, get on your knees more and pray. Why? Because prayer will change your perspective of everything you're encountering and going through. You will elevate the heavenly father and your earthly problems will look minuscule. I'm not negating our earthly problems. Trust me, 2021, I had my grandmother die and my father die. It was not a fun year emotionally. But man, has God been good still. And I think the goodness of God is always be, being reminded when we're in prayer. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. How often do Christians actually thank their heavenly father? How often do you guys and I actually have a posture that says, God, man, I'm thankful for things. God, I'm just going to sit in prayer in awe of who you are and thank you and not ask of anything because I just need to thank you. I want to give you two quick things on Thanksgiving. 
And then we're going to have a panel up here in just a moment. Here's the first thing. Thanksgiving is the means by which we enter God's presence. Pam read it to us. Psalm 100 says this. Shout. <laughs> What's this one word? Uh, you guys didn't do a good job shouting the shout word. Right? All right, let's try it one more time. What's this one word say? <laughs> Thank you. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Now watch this. Enter his gates with what, friends? Thanksgiving. You enter his gates. You enter the throne room of God, which is known as the throne of, of, of grace, with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. That praise and thanksgiving are two different things. Praise is like, wow, God, you are awesome in who you are. It's just like you are no other. The greatness of God. Thanksgiving is, God, thank you for answered prayer. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for not allowing me to go through that accident. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Do you see the difference? Worship, praise is exalting who God is. The characters of God. But Thanksgiving is coming along and say, God, actually, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Thanksgiving is how you and I enter into God's presence. You enter into his courts with a posture of Thanksgiving, thanking God for what he has done. And again, you may have had a bad year. But you're still here, right? You're still here and you're still clothed with righteousness. You're still forgiven. You still have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's the greatest thanksgiving we could give back to God. Thank you for Jesus. Here's the second thing. Thanksgiving, or uh, this is actually not our second thing. I just need to say this. Thanksgiving shifts our thinking from the reality of earth to the reality of heaven. Think about this. When you and I are just thinking about earthly things, we lose a, a perception or perspective of what God is doing in the heavens. We forget it. This is why Jesus says, pray like this, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Because thanksgiving shifts our thinking from the reality of earth to the reality of heaven. When you all of a sudden begin, God, thanks for that, thanks for that, you're realizing that God is working in the midst of everything here on earth. It's a spiritual perspective that shifts within us. And then you realize you keep praying for God's heavenly kingdom to come and rain down on earth in and through you. It's an amazing shift in posture in what we do. It's very funny in America, Thanksgiving. Here's why. Because we're not very thankful the next day, right? Black Friday, what do we go? We go from thankful for everything and then to spending everything. And we need all of this stuff. Right? It's, it's, it's very fun. Who goes Black Friday shopping? And I'm one. I'm not, I'm one. I, I like, you know why I go? Not to buy things, to people watch. <laughs> Matt, they're crazy. You get a beautiful picture of what humanity really looks like. You're like, wow, just let her take the TV. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Just, <laughs> woo. All right. Psalm 100 is what, here's why. Give thanks. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Give thanks to him. Here's the second and last one. Thanksgiving builds our faith as we acknowledge God's work in our life. 
we begin to shift that perspective of earthly things to heavenly things, you'll realize, wow, God actually does care and love, and he's working things out. Even if I don't see it, even if I don't feel it, I can begin to see, wow, God, actually, you're, you're still there working things out. Here's what 1 Thessalonians 5, 6 says. Rejoice always. Don't you love that? Pray without ceasing. Whew. Rejoice always. Ryan, I'm, I'm just not smiling. Rejoice always. We always have something to be rejoicing about. Did you know that? His name is Jesus. You always have something to rejoice about. Always. And if you're not rejoicing, say, I'm just not that personality type. Maybe we ought to get more full of the Holy Spirit and you'll start rejoicing a lot more. Whew, I didn't know I was to be preaching like this. All right. Pray without ceasing. Watch this. Give what, friends? Give what? In all circumstances. In all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. That you and I, our faith will definitely increase and grow when we realize that God is working. When we slow down to say, God, thank you. Wow. This God is loving and caring, and he's there working through all the details. And he deeply loves you this morning. So happy Thanksgiving, friends. I'm going to bring up Pastor Brandon and Pam on stage real quick. And I said this week to them, did someone just clap for you guys? Oh. I really thought someone was clapping for you guys. They deserve a clap. You guys are awesome. Um. We were just talking a little bit this week, and um, <laughs> I was letting you take a chair. And, uh, you know, I was like, what, what happens if we just give a, the church a perspective of just ways that God's been good? The ways that God has shown up in the church this past year, over 2021, and give you a perspective that God is moving and God is working in people's lives. And we just need to slow down and say, God, I stand in awe of you. And you are good. You are good. So um, let's talk spiritual things. Obviously, we always talk spiritual things. Um, what has transpired? Let's start with you, Pam, because you're a woman. And you've, there's, <laughs> there's a reason why I said that. Obvious. How do you respond to that? Is, you don't. <laughs> Talk about how God is just spurring and encouraging and inspiring women here at Radiant Life. Yeah, so I feel like there was this stirring for a while that we needed a women's ministry here at Radiant Life Church. Um, and especially going into the shutdown, um, I think a lot of people realize that community and connection is so important. We missed that. Like there, there was definitely something that was missing during that time. And coming out of that, again, we had that stirring. And um, so some of us ladies, you know, we formed a women's ministry team. 
we just kicked off the women's ministry um, in October, and we had over 200 women sign up for that. Like, if that doesn't tell you that women, that people in general, they, they want community, they're yearning for connection, and, and we're called to live in community. Like, we're not called to live in isolation. That's when the enemy starts attacking us, and that's where he wants us to be. So it's just been amazing to see that. We have another event coming up in December. It's December 9th from 6 to 7.30, and that's our little plug for that. And um, we have over 100 women already signed up for that as well. And that's amazing. You know, during the holiday time, people are busy, all of that. I mean, we still have some weeks to go before we have the event. Um, but it's just been amazing. I mean, we had people after the first event in October say, you know, before that event, I might have said hi to, you know, a certain number of people. But after, you know, spending time with women, intentional time connecting, um, I feel like I can actually call on some women for help when I need it. Like, I will have a conversation with them. And so it's easy in a church this size to come and say hi and leave and never really form intentional connections and relationships with people, but that godly connection is so important. And so the women's ministry is just, it gives us opportunities to take time to be intentional about connecting with other people. And so it's just been amazing. That's awesome. So you can see there, there's a deep hunger within you women for something more, so something more inspiring, connecting on a different level. Uh, dudes, there's going to be something for you in the future. I got one dude excited. You know, this is going great, by the way. This is just... That one guy's going to be there. <laughs> hey, we do it for the one. Let's make sure you're there, Brandon. All right. But we joke around. Men, men it's time to rise up. It's time to rise up. I love you guys. It's time to rise up. If 200 women can come to an event, 200 men can come to an event. Yeah. And we can get our worship on, yeah. like the ladies did, okay? Yeah. I, got, I got a few more excited over there. Yeah. All right. We got four guys coming. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. It starts slow. Just yeah, yeah. snowball. <laughs> All right? Which is awesome. So we're going we're to have something. Uh, there's a couple leaders that are trying to think of some things. And so uh, there'll, there'll be something for you guys in, the, in probably in the year 2022, which, man, that's only like five weeks away. It's coming up, away. yeah. So, yeah, there will be something for you guys as well. Uh, Brandon, you talk about, um, you know, part of your role here at Radiant Life is, is the idea of community, next steps type of posture that we have here. Um, help people understand how God has moved there as far as, especially with our life groups of, yeah. you know, we talk about the funnel a lot. You guys are, you guys know what a funnel, right? Starts wide and gets down very, um, what do you call that? Narrow. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Remember, I don't use funnels when I put oil in my car. I just use the dipstick and just dump it down You don't there. just use the word um, narrow for funnels, okay? <laughs> so, you know, you would view Sunday morning as the top of the funnel. It, it's a wide net that we cast. And then life groups would be a little more intimate down the funnel. And then you have very, very intimate groups here. But uh, there have been more and more people wanting community, wanting to grow even greater than we've ever had at the church before. So go ahead and explain that. Yeah, so... Um, like you said, a part of my role is uh, building community, and a lot a big uh, vehicle for that is our life groups. And a lot of our life groups are happening right now, sort of thing. And what's really cool is um, the the amount of attendees in our life groups is the highest that's ever been in five years. And I, like I don't share that to like brag. I'm just thankful 
that there's so many people. I, I, I praise God for the movement of his spirit moving in you guys that you understand that there's more. Like I love that teaching series we did, the move to more, um, and the idea and the call of discipleship. And, and life groups is part of that funnel, so to speak. It, it's part of getting uh, to the narrow part of the funnel. And the, and the cool thing is, uh, you've already heard us talk about this, like to get really down at the bottom of the funnel, uh, we're launching D groups. And, and so we have a D group conference that's coming up November 29th. And, and the last time I checked, there's over 40 people who are already signed up for this. I'm so encouraged that the fact that Holy Spirit is moving in all of us, that there is more and that there's this calling of discipleship in our lives. And so I'm thankful for all you who signed up. And, and maybe you're being encouraged uh, right now just by the movement of other people. Man, I can't encourage you enough to go sign up for the D Group Conference. In fact, you, there's the QR codes there on your seats. You can scan that code and, and get signed up. So, yeah. yeah, I'm really excited. If you notice about the, our graphics, we're very, um, what's the right thing? Intentional. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what's this bottom part called I got again? your back, there, bro. Thank you. Uh, intentional. So if you notice in the D group, look at the O. There's four dots. If you look at our life group logo, where it says group, there's like eight, ten dots. This idea that it's getting more narrow and intimate. So that's just a sneak peek into how our brains work here as, as staff members. But it's really cool because you see this in the life of Jesus. You see that he had the crowds. Uh, then he went down to the 12 disciples that he had. And then he had the, the three special ones, right? And he had time with them. And that's what this D group is getting to. It's, D group stands for discipleship group. It's just it's, it's the next level down into intimacy within our life group system. So you sign up for this. It doesn't mean you're going to be a part of it. It doesn't mean you're going to lead one. We're just launching this idea to have a move sweep across Radiant Life about launching into what we have as D groups. And right now we have a couple D groups actually that are existing that meet. D groups are 100% just scripture based. And I'm not going to get into all the details right now. But it's 100% Save it scripture. for the conference. I will. With just three to five people every week getting into God's word together. And it's been fun, it's been enjoyable, it's been enriching, and I'm already on my second D group, you had one, and uh, yeah, it's just fun. It's a lot of fun, and a lot of accountability there, and so maybe that's your next step. Talk about next steps. Yeah, next steps, hey, in a couple of weeks here, starting in December, uh, our next steps experience. And so maybe you're encouraged, like, man, I know that there's more, but I'm not sure what that is. That's the, the point of the next steps experience, is to create an environment for Holy Spirit to speak to you, that, that God would speak to you about what your next step is because God has more for you. I promise you, he has more for you. So whether this is your first week and maybe we're kind of some weirdos here today, I don't know how your perception is of today, but maybe you've been sitting here for a really long time, like you've been doing the church thing for a while, there, there's more for you. God has more, I promise you. And the next steps experience is an environment for God to speak to you about what your next step is. Yeah. Any other ways that we could just give a glimpse into how God has moved? Because we're here four days before Thanksgiving. Just want to give thanks to God for the move that he's had over the past year here. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was thinking about this before I came up. Um, and, you know, we have certain ministries here that you guys may not be fully aware of. And one of those is our Radiant Freedom 
prayer ministry. And um, this is for people that are seeking freedom, right? They, they, they just have something that's holding them back. And we, um, I've heard a testimony from that of someone that has gone through a prayer session and just, the, just how life-changing that was for them. And so the fact that we even have that sort of ministry here I think is pretty, pretty awesome. You know, and speaking of the prayer, like the seven nights of prayer, that was amazing. Like, if you guys missed that, you missed out, but that's okay, because I'm sure, like, we have First Wednesday coming up, and it's a very similar experience, and I'm sure we're going to do it again, but just to see, like, people corporately praying together that have maybe have never prayed in a group before, um, kind of um, just taking that step, you know, um, being vulnerable and just praying with a group and praying with each other. I mean, it was just amazing. It was an amazing week, and I'm so thankful for that. Uh, I don't want to embarrass anybody, but I'm looking out into the crowd. I'm looking at faces, and I, I see Chance over here, and I, I don't mean to embarrass you, but, you know, he's the, the coach of the football team, and he was here uh, every week during that week of prayer, and I saw him with other players and students praying. I look at my brother Brandon here, who is in my D group, and this guy is on fire for the Lord. I'm so thankful for that. I'm looking at Chad and Rebecca over here, who have a love for students and uh, with the YFC and building relationships. And in one of our baptisms that we had right over here, I think Chad might have got tennis elbow from dunking so many kids <laughs> in, in just baptism. Uh, Jeff, where I just saw Jeff, Jeff, right here. Like, God stirred in him so much to live into his purpose that he started a non-for-profit to help support foster families. Like, I, I'm just so thankful for that. Josh, I'm glad you're here. I know you had some health things, but now you're here and you're in the, the Lord's house. And I don't mean to bring up names to embarrass any of you guys or anything like that, but like, I, I just, I see the church family and I see Holy Spirit moving. And, and if I could stand up here for an hour, I could share all kinds of stories. But I'm just, I'm so thankful to see the movement of God moving in our church. And it's in a very real way. And I'm, I'm just really grateful for that. Yeah, you brought up baptism. And one thing that I'm grateful for as we sit here is, uh, I forgot when our last baptism was. Um, oh, we did a spontaneous one, right? Yeah, we didn't even advertise it. <laughs> and he had 18 There was people, no sign-ups. Right? Um, and it's just thankful for that. And already in the last probably three weeks, more and more people have approached me saying, when are we doing the next baptism? When are we doing the next baptism? And uh, that just, whew. Because you know they're ready for their next steps and their mm. walk and their faith. And uh, when you go public with your faith, man, you, you are making a declaration in front of your church family that you're a follower of Jesus. And uh, I just love baptism services, and, and we'll have one soon. We'll have one soon. That's all I'm going to say there, <laughs> right? We'll have one soon. We'll let everyone know. But just thankful for, for you guys. We got away this past week, uh, just three of us on staff, and... Uh, we kind of did a planning session for what 2022 holds for the church. And there's some cool things. There's some really cool things that we think God's going to do. And God's going to keep moving. And I cannot wait to even in my own life to take my personal next step with the Lord. 
see what Holy Spirit has for me. And I hope you guys are as excited as I am, as these two are, because I know they're praying for you guys and praying over the church as well. But what a year we've actually had. What a year. Church family, can you please continue to be spiritually responsive and receptive to what the Lord and Holy Spirit are doing? The way Holy Spirit is tugging and moving, just constantly be spiritually receptive. And maybe it's a posture that we just change. It's more like this, that I'm, God, I'm going to be open to whatever you have for me. Because I think 2022 is going to be an awesome year for us. Amen, friends? Hey, can we thank them for coming up and sharing real quick? Uh, worship team, worship team, make your way up. Something cool, an email that I received about a month ago. We're a church that belongs to the Wesleyan denomination. It's a smaller denomination if you want to look at it in comparison to like the Southern Baptist, which is the largest denomination in America. Every four years, our denomination puts on what's known as the General Conference, where all the pastors, you're encouraged to show up, and they pick a location, mostly always in the Midwest. They pick a location. It's when pastors come and you hear about the denomination, you hear what's going on, and sometimes they vote on little things of changing little things. But one of the major things that come across my desk was the denomination reached out to our church. And said, we want to highlight Radiant Life because of what God's been doing there. And I said, you know what? Praise be to God first and foremost, and you all are awesome. Because you must have a posture that's receptive to the leading and the move of Holy Spirit. And you have been. That's why a denomination looks at there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of churches and says, that church in Sturgis, Michigan is the one we want to highlight. How awesome is that, friends? And we clap as a sign of praise and thanksgiving to God. And we stand in awe of him. Like I said, 2021 has been rough. I'll be honest. I love you guys. And I'll be fully honest. I'm a little nervous for Thanksgiving this year. My father, that was his, that was his holiday. He baked all the food. And it was good. And I won't have his van pull up to my house this Thanksgiving. Does it hurt? Yep, I'm not going to lie. I won't sit on my couch with him as he watched his awful Detroit Lions lose. <laughs> but God is still good. And this peace that he promises us 
2021 has been a year that I got to experience that. What's funny is in 2021, my word for the year, I pick a, we normally as a church pick a word for the church. It was presence. We pick a word for us as individuals and mine was intimacy. (laughs) And I now know why. Because I needed to deepen my intimacy to handle what was coming my way this year. Coincidence? No. Divine. And we stand in awe of the one who created it all. So church family, will you please stand? And I'm going to pray over us. And then we're going to sing two songs to close. But let us continue to have a posture that's just thankful, that just surrenders and is thankful. So Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we are here with a posture of thanksgiving for how you've moved in the church, how you've moved in our own lives. As we enter for four, in the next four days, this holiday here that we call Thanksgiving, may we truly dial back slow everything down in the midst of that holiday and be thankful. Be thankful for the blessings. Be thankful for the way that you've showed up. Be thankful for our family, our friends. Be thankful for the community that we live in. Just there's so many blessings that we're thankful. But God, most of all, may we have a posture that's extremely thankful that you are God You are creator of all things. You are over everything. You are the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And we stand in awe of you. Father, we love you. We praise you. And we thank you. May we continue to have a posture of thanksgiving. And it's in the matchless name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.